Way podcast, a podcast that is inspired by my faith journey on Instagram. And holy moly, that was really weird to say because I haven't said it in exactly two months. I mean, I've practiced it in the car a couple of times because I'm just like, oh man, I got to practice this. Like when I say it on the microphone, it's got to sound pretty good and not too bad. I mean, I'm a little nervous. I feel like I'm just as nervous as the first episode when I didn't know what I was doing because even now I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. But it's like, God is saying, yeah, you do, girl, chill out. <laughs> um, hello. Hi. Again. It's been it's been a minute. It's been two, actually. It's been two months. It hasn't been two minutes. It's been two months since I recorded my last episode. Um, and I'm really excited to be here. I'm really nervous. And I'm a little awkward. Because it's like, I haven't heard anyone in a while. Or I haven't heard from anyone. Not Y'all haven't heard from me in a while. I haven't recorded in front of this mic for a while. And me looking at this mic is like, hello, my friend. It's been a while. (laughs) The point is, it's been a while. And there's a lot been going on. And there's not enough time for me to explain it in one episode. So you best believe I will be. I will be talking about it in future episodes. Before you, um, before I forget and before we begin prayer, I just want to talk about premise of this episode. This episode, I will talk about how you do not, nor do I, have to be 100% in order for God to love us, to be there for us, for us to seek Him, or or for us to serve Him. Like, we do not have to be 100%. That being said, let's begin this episode off with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. God, we know that you are present. Just be with us as we are ready to converse with you. We know that you are always near us, Lord. You give us what we need, when we need it. You are so open for us to turn to you today with all the good, with all the struggles, with all the desires in our hearts. So we ask you to be with us in this month. May August bring new opportunities to anybody seeking to get close to you, for anybody who is longing to even know who you are, for anyone who's struggling and needs to come to you for rest, Lord. We give you our struggles, our thoughts, our happinesses, our joys, our thankfulness, all to you, Lord. We ask this in your name, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Whew. Prayer is just so good. I just love what a good mini prayer can do for us. Hello again (laughs) to my friends on Instagram, on iTunes, or or Apple Podcasts, sorry, on Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. My name is Cristal. I started Tuya Soy Journey a year ago. Not from today, but I started it July 30th, 2018. I started an Instagram called Tuya Soy. When I didn't really find a digital space for someone like me who is Latina, who's Catholic, who identifies as uh, somebody who wants to know God in this really weird, bicultural, bilingual identity that I have been blessed with, um, to converse with other Latina women, Latinx people, all people in their walks of faith of how do we navigate the world? not only as Catholic, but as women 
and Latinas and educated Latinas and an immigrant and someone struggling with depression and anxieties and all these things like how do we as women navigate all that right and I started it a year ago as an Instagram just journaling like faith journal and because I love to talk so much and Instagram likes to limit my sentences I decided to bring that into this new digital form as a podcast um like I said before the purpose of this podcast was always just to be able to evangelize in the best way I knew how and that was through speaking and in the last couple of episodes I've shared with you many different things about spiritual deserts about being frustrated but faithful about Lent about um tips on prayer life and I've touched on a lot and I kind of just left I kind of just left the mic for about two months and I left because I've explained this in my Instagram stories by the way if you're not following it's Tuya Soy uh, T-U-Y-A-S-O-Y-Y on Instagram (laughs) I've shared uh, an Instagram story of where I've really been because I have received messages of people like you know where are the episodes at like were they? And I kept saying, they're coming, they're coming. And first and foremost, I do need to apologize because I have been gone for a while. And I need to apologize because I left and I kind of wasn't considerate of people who are my supporters and people who are listening and people who genuinely like this these episodes. like, <laughs> And that wasn't cool. So I want to be the first to say I'm sorry. The reason that I left the mic was it actually, there was no trigger. There was not something where like, I'm done. I received a bad review. I'm out of here. It wasn't like that. It was a, this is a faith inspired podcast, right? The episodes that I try to make and the content I try to make is always going to be a reflection of where I'm at in my faith journey. Granted, I have a lot of fun because I'll bring in my, my, my amigas, I'll bring in people that I love to talk about. We talk about like jokes and we have a good time, but ultimately it's a reflection of where I am in my spiritual journey. And in the last couple of months, my spiritual journey has uh, been a very different one. It, it wasn't this typical, oh, I have a little desert of a couple of days and I get over it, or it wasn't a ooh, I'm on a Jesus high and I got to share the world about it. I had, in my eyes at the time, being through it, no journey. I was literally at a standstill. And dust started to collect over me because I wasn't moving. It literally felt like I was not moving. And it was a little strange to me because I was always used to going through the desert and kind of moving and kind of still trying to, you know, like get through it but it felt to me at that time that I wasn't even going anywhere and it was one of those things where uh, I found myself I stopped praying I stopped reading the gospel I stopped reading the bible I didn't want to go to work anymore and for those who don't know I work as a youth minister I didn't see the point of it I didn't see the point of why am I doing all this for what And through that, because things in my personal life weren't going so great, right? I felt 
alone. I felt unloved. I felt ashamed of everything I was feeling. I felt ashamed that I didn't even want to go home. And I had nowhere to really go. I would just stay in the chapel and just sit there because that's what I knew. And that's what I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to stay here. And because it, this this project is a reflection of my faith journey, I didn't feel like I, need, I needed to share that with anyone. Nor, nor did I want to bother anybody with this struggle that I've been going through. I always felt that I felt compelled to keep it to myself because it's like, well, my low, this low that I've been facing, because it was a pretty low, guys. It was a low, low. I have never experienced such a low part of my life like this before. And I didn't want to share with anyone because it's like, it's pro- this low is probably pretty high compared to somebody else. Or this low is probably going to be, they're going to laugh at me or they're going to be like, okay, melodramatic. It's not that bad. But it felt pretty bad to me and it felt really, it felt really crappy. (laughs) And I didn't want to share that with anybody because it's like, why am I going to bother people with this? Why, what if they look at it and be like, this is dumb. And that didn't help because I started keeping it to myself. And I didn't want to share with anybody that I was struggling. I didn't want to share with my sister, with my mom, with my dad, with my close friends that I love very much. When they would reach out to me, I ignored them or I didn't want to text them back. I didn't, I just really closed myself off from everybody because not only was now I just idle, I was just there, but I kept everyone around me away from me too. And I finally opened up on my Instagram story what I've been going through, um, this feeling of dryness, this feeling of loneliness this feeling of depression, like I just feel like I don't have any energy to get up or do anything, but I kept pushing and I kept making myself doing things. And for me, ministry was never something I had to make myself do. I just did it because I loved it. Evangelizing and talking about God wasn't something I had to force myself to do because it's something that I just love to do. And through my journey... I began a novena with St. Jude, the patron saint of uh, hopeless causes. And I was like, okay, I'm desperate. This is it. And I started the novena of St. Jude. A couple days later, after that novena ended, I began my novena of St. Anne, the patron saint of love, of finding your spouse, and importantly, of healing. And I did that novena. And when I tell you that God took me on some weird journey around to get out of this desert, I am, I am not lying. It's interesting because when we fall into these moments of deserts, right? When we fall into moments where, okay, what the heck's happening? Why can't I get out of here? I'm really confused. We end up we end up learning that the desert isn't meant to suck us out of everything for just because it wants to suck us out of everything. It's meant to completely cleanse us of things. The desert is meant to strip us 
to strip us bare so that we can receive more than we ever had room for had we not been stripped from that in the desert. So I've been working on it for the last couple of months of really allowing this desert to completely strip me of what I thought was God, what I thought prayer was, what I thought um, I knew about my faith because I learned that I really didn't know a lot about my faith. That yes, I was doing the movements and yes, I was praying and yes, I was talking to people and yes, a lot of people were thankful because I helped, helped them in some way. But what I learned in these last two months was, wow, I was only scratching the surface level of really how profound my love of God is. During that time, I didn't want to come and record something because I was like, well, why am I going to record this? Why am I going to pretty much use up, let's, like, why am I going to use up time and record this? And then I started to think about it. I was like, you know what? What if I just prepare something and I'll record? I'll just record something. I'll record anything. And I did. I recorded an episode with my pastor, which I didn't really like. I re- tried recording an episode about um, the LGBTQA plus community. I didn't like it either. I tried to talk about inspiration. I didn't like it. I tried to talk about so many topics and it just did not feel right. I was recording because I was making myself record. I wasn't recording because I wanted to record. I was recording because I was making myself. Because I had to hit a deadline. Because people were counting on me. Because people had to listen. Because people kept asking, where's the episode? Where's the episode? And it's just like, I don't don't have that longing to record right now. Now... There's a couple of signs and episodes that are coming that I'm working on that are super, super important for me to share of how I just, where have I been the last two months? But the reason I, the reason I'm back was because of a friend that I know. I saw her at a quinceañera. I hadn't seen her in a while. I was her catechist when she was working on her first communion. Super bright girl. She is, uh, we are eight years apart. I was her teacher and, and she was like one of the sweetest kids ever. Now she was involved all the time at church and she was always, she was always uh, involved. She was an altar server. And I started to notice uh, that she had, dedicated a lot of time to church until she obviously grew up and started working and um, I had stopped seeing her for a while and I saw her again and I was like hey where have you been why don't you serve anymore and in the 10 minute conversation I had with her she opened up to me about um, how she had been struggling with her sexuality how she had been struggling with her parents not understanding her as as she tried to figure out and navigate her new her her identity She talked about her depression. She talked about how she didn't feel worthy of serving God as an altar server because she was, she's probably the oldest adult uh, altar server. She stopped going when she was 19. That's pretty, that's already pretty mature for at least my parish. And she had opened up to me that um, she 
just didn't feel like she was worthy to serve because she wanted to give 100%, 120% when she was up there serving. She didn't want to rush to mass after work because she's like, oh, well, I'm not really going to give the gospel full attention. I'm not really going to, I'm not really going to give 100%. And that's not fair to God. And as she was telling me this, I could see how her story paralleled with mine in the whole, why are we going to give so much when we don't have a lot to give? And how are we going, like, what is that going to show about our love of God when we are not, we are giving him the bare minimum, not even the bare minimum, just whatever we have and not even in a good mood. We're doing it because we're like, okay, I just got to do it because I'm Catholic. And I remember I told her. First of all, I got to correct you. This is what I told her. And I don't know. I heard this somewhere. And I want to say I heard it from Father Mike Schmitz, but I cannot remember for the life of me because I listen to so many freaking YouTube videos. I'm just like, I heard it somewhere. God does not want us at our 100%. We do not have to be the smartest person in the room, the most educated person in the room, the most theological person in the room, the most humble, the most um, beautiful, the most rich a specific skin color, a specific gender, a specific identity for God to love us. And I remember I told her, God will take you at 30%. God will take you at freaking 10%. God will even take you at 5%. Regardless the percentage, God will take you and God will use you and God will love you. So I told her, you need to stop this whole 100% thing because if we have this mentality that we have to be 100% in order to be you to to serve the Lord and to be loved by the Lord, we're putting we're imposing limits on ourselves of the love we want to receive. We're imposing limits on God himself of what he can or can't use us for. God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. He tells us that he loves us and that he he knows the plans he has for us. Jeremiah 29, he knows the plans he has for us. And I remember I told her, you need to stop thinking as 100%. Because you will never be 100%. Because if you get to 100%, you're going to be like, oh, well, I need to be 120%, 150%, 160%, a 200% for the Lord. Just because we accept that we are not going to, we don't have to be 100% for the Lord. It's not saying, well, I'm fine where I'm at. I'm chilling. God loves me this way, whatever. It doesn't mean that. It means I can accept that God loves me for who I am in this moment. And I can accept that God wants to use me as his tool in this moment, how I am right now. Not how I will be, not how I was, but right now. Because he is the beginning and he is the end and he knows the struggles that we all face. And he's, he would never say, oh, well, sorry, Crystal, you're not at 50%. Oh, you're not at 100%, you're at 50%. I have no use for you. He's never gonna say that. He's our dad. He's not gonna be like that. What? Like, I couldn't even imagine. Imagine 
Like, he's not going to be like, you know what? No, I don't want you to talk and evangelize to these teens because you're not at 100%. Just the sheer willingness, 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 just the sheer willingness alone of letting God use us as his tools at no matter what percent we are is showing, I think, that we are at our quote 100%. Maybe that's a little too philosophical, but it makes sense to me in a way. I feel like if I drew a diagram, it would make sense. But it was that conversation that really inspired me to come back. Because she smiled and she said, I didn't think of it that way. And I was like, me neither. (laughs) We're so good at talking to other people and sometimes we don't. I think it's interesting. God uses moments like that to talk to us, through us, through ourselves. Right? This is all the time I have for today. I want to just say thank you for allowing me to find a home wherever you are in your listening on your iPhone, on your MacBook, your Android, your Galaxy, your iPad, while you're cleaning the house, while you're driving, while you're in the office trying to see from your boss. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to come back. And to truly understand how grateful I am to have this space and truly thankful I am to be able to share with you where I've been in this journey the last couple months we don't have to be 100% for God to use us and I recognize that and wherever you're at you don't have to be 100% either he meets us where we're at He's a, I come to you, God, not we have to go to him. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Triasoy Podcast. As always, I am going to be praying for you. If you need anything at all, anything, please do, please feel free to contact me through my Instagram page, through my email, I'm Triasoy at gmail.com. And until the next time. I will see you guys very soon. Thank you so much and blessings.